Welcome to the CareerWise Nurse Podcast. This is your place if you are launching your career as a nurse or are preparing to launch. If you're growing into your role or growing into a new role, or if you're seeking to thrive or just need a little refresh in your work as a nurse or your life as a nurse. Living your best nursing life doesn't just happen. It takes energy and dedication. On this podcast, you will have the opportunity to learn, live, and love all the experiences of being a nurse. Nursing is truly an amazing journey. It's your amazing journey. It's your license. It's your career. It's your job. It's your reality. And it's your certification. It's all about you. You will get strategies and stories, inspiration, information on how to live your best life in this podcast. This is all about helping you stay fresh, energized, and making sure that you are your best self on the job. And when you're off the job, when you finish that day shift or that night shift, or your day is done. And this is about today, tomorrow, and your nursing future. So hang on. Thank you for being here with me on this amazing journey that we call nursing life. I'm Natalie Dietrich, your host for the Career Wise Nurse Podcast. Thank you for coming back today to this episode. I want to talk about times when it's really important to say thank you. And I came up with four today that I want to highlight. It's December and a lot of people are busy trying to get holiday cards out or maybe you're one of those people that's really organized and you've already got your cards in the mail. It's early December and I got a few Christmas cards today. It's a busy time of year. And it may be because you are trying to meet some goals or finish up some projects personally or professionally that you want to get done. So there's a lot on our minds. At least that's how I feel. There's a lot in my mind. But I was just thinking about when I reach out to people I used to work for. I'm really talking about managers. I'll highlight a little bit about when to say thank you. And it's really about at work, the professional thank yous that I'm going to talk about today. Because like I said, I had a few thoughts on when I used to write my old directors or managers to say, happy holidays. How are you doing? Hope all is well. Just wanted to say hello and thanks. It was, it was great to meet you. And I really enjoyed working with you. I've done that regularly over the years for the people that I've worked for. But let's just back up to the very beginning of when you want to say thank you. How are you going to say thank you? I should start with. So emails are quick. Often they come the same day. And I remember interviewing people as part of a team. We had a new colleague that was going to be hired. And I got email right away. It went to the whole team. You, You might have emails or you might be able to get them when you're in the interview. Have everyone give you their contact information. You should definitely ask for the contact information because you want to write a follow-up from an interview. And when it's a group of people that you're interviewing, sometimes it's hard to get everyone's contact information. But if you have the director or the leader that's interviewing you with his or her team, that leader's email information you probably already have, and you can confirm it 
when you're in person. And that leader can share your communication saying thank you with the team members that were present in the interview. And I've seen that happen more than once. You want to make sure you have their contact info, the email, and get their physical address too. It may not be the exact same as the street address and the building information you had to get to the interview if you're going in person. And you definitely need that if you're interviewing virtually. In addition to the interview and getting the contact information for an email interview, that in-person information, writing that handwritten note is really important. It'll take a few days to get there. But just like always, anyone you talk to who was entering a field, or especially nursing in the years past, writing that note to the person who interviewed you is really important and to be prompt. So you want to finish that note, that thank you, right after the interview. And if you can get it in the mail that day, do that. Because that can help people pick you. You went the extra effort to follow up and say thank you, especially when you do it in writing. You may have personalized note cards. You may be getting some because now you're a new nurse and you know that you're going to be interviewing and you want to go the extra mile and put in the extra effort. So email is quick and it's essential. And following up with that written one is really a classy thing to do. It shows you are a class act. And I'm not an expert on etiquette and manners, but I know that thank yous are valuable. That can get you the job over someone else. People took a lot of time to spend with you. And I can think of the director I had when I was an educator. She barely got out of her office to go to the bathroom because she was on meetings in person or on the phone all day long. So scheduling interviews was something she had to do a lot because she had a large team and people frequently moved to other opportunities within and outside the organization. She spent a lot of time trying to fill open positions and she didn't have a lot of extra time to do these things. She needed a thank you note, email and in writing. It really matters. It just shows that you are serious, that you wanna work there. You can convey concisely a few highlights of why you're a good candidate and what you can take away from the interview that made you realize you were a good fit for the job and you wanted to be there. Like I said, I'm not an expert on how to write a thank you, but don't make it too complicated. Anything is better than nothing. So I said, after an interview, you always want to write a thank you. Email, and if you can, in, in on paper and get it mailed. Another time is when you've finished orientation, your educator, your mentor, even your director, they work really hard to help you be successful. And you should write a thank you to them because when those notes go to the recipient, it really means a lot to them. And I can attest to really loving the connection with new nurses. New nurses at any age, because people come into nursing at any age, whether they're 21, 22, 32, 42, 52. That connection, I love connecting with nurses. I really like to know that I helped people. Uh, I made a difference and made the experience better for them, or that I helped them work through troubling times. So writing a note to someone who helped you during your orientation it's a nice gift to give. Again, email is nice, but when you can write a note to them, it just shows uh, how special you are. Next, if you're a student or you're graduating, I recommend that you write a note to your clinical instructors. Now, you may still have another clinical after you hear this podcast episode, and you can bring them a card. 
When I was a clinical instructor as an adjunct at George Mason University, I had second degree BSN students and I had eight of them. And I really, really enjoyed that teaching experience. It was hard work. I went to the hospital to meet the students really early so we could shuttle from offsite to get to our clinical site at the main hospital. But I remember on my last day of clinical, one of the students wrote me a note. She gave me a card and I saved it. I still have it. She always stood out as being really an exceptional student. And I always felt a special connection to her because she went into oncology, like I had practice in oncology. So we've stayed connected professionally since she was a student. But the notes I got from students in clinical, it really meant a lot to me. And some of those students asked me to write recommendations for them as they searched for jobs the following summer. And you know, the first one I wrote and the most glowing recommendation that I gave was that nurse who gave me a card because I knew she was really strong and would be an excellent nurse. Her extra work to thank me, it it just cemented what I already knew about her from working with her in the student-teacher relationship. So the people that you meet when you're networking at conferences and events, it's really important to follow up with them. And email may be the practical way to do that. But certainly send a note thanking the people that you met, that you may have known who they were and you had the chance to speak with them. Maybe they're a thought leader in your organization or in your field or in nursing. When you can follow up with them, and if you can highlight one thing that you talked about to help them make the connection, they may already remember you, but they meet a lot of people. So if you can do one thing to make that connection cemented in an email, I think email is probably the quickest way you're going to the easiest way to connect with people you meet in networking opportunities. That really means a lot. And you never know where you're going to cross paths with people again. The other time you may want to write a thank you is when you leave a job. I always kept in touch with my directors. And this is one of the first things I said, because it's what made me realize this is an episode we need to talk about, a topic we need to talk about, when to send a thank you. Some of the directors I've worked for over the years, I've kept in touch with them until now. And in one hospital, my director worked for the chief nurse. So over the years after I left the organization, I was still emailing. I was actually still sending a Christmas card with a note to the chief nurse because she had moved on from the organization at some point after I did. And we even got to have lunch one time. But it's those notes and some email touch base opportunities I had made to her not just at the end of the year year when we were sending Christmas cards. We stayed in touch. And when she was between roles and I was between roles, we went to lunch. And sort of like I've talked about, I got to know the dean from my undergraduate institution, several deans that have been there over the years. And I got to go have lunch with chief nurse. Could you say that your organization, you were on a first name basis with the chief nurse? Probably. But could you say that you kept in touch and you went to lunch with him or her, not as many people. There's a lot that those leaders can share with you as you go through your career and grow and look for new opportunities. And that chief nurse went on to another organization. And one of my friends worked in that organization after my friend became the chief nurse. So it's a small world. And when you can stay connected, it's really valuable because it's a big world and it's a small world. And the communities are often closely intertwined. And it is all about who you know to get your foot in the door and to get an interview. 
Think about the applicant tracking systems and how your resume is fed through machine and keywords are what might match you up for the position. If you can get your resume in front of a real person, that gives you an opportunity over other people of just getting to talk to someone in the first step of screening or learning more about a position. At this time of year, when we're writing cards or reflecting on goals and what we still want to accomplish, those people that you've been in touch with over the years in your organizations, especially who you've worked for, like I talked about the chief nurse that I've been in touch with from a past job. So she was my boss's boss. I would say those are my friends. Nursing spans across the generations. And you might have brand new novice colleagues that have kids your age or grandkids your age. You never know among your colleagues what their story is, but everyone comes together to do something as a common goal. You're taking care of people. And it doesn't matter what age you are. It's experience. Looking to those who have led you and led your organization that you're connected with and keeping those connections going is just something that feels really good. So I would ask you, think about two or three people who have been leaders to you, whether it's in your school, if you're just finishing a nursing program or another program, or in the organizations where you work, whether they're big or small. Can you think of two to three people that you can write to, to just say, how are you wishing you well as we finish another year? I really value this time when I was working at so-and-so with you. Just do that and see if it gives you a good feeling as we wish everyone well and look forward to new beginnings in a new year. Sort of like finish strong. I always want people to feel successful when they leave. I don't want anyone to feel like a failure, even if they find a job isn't for them. When you can do something to boost what your connections with people, it feels good. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe and tell your friends and colleagues about this podcast. Connect today with the CareerWise Nurse podcast community. Do this by emailing belong at careerwisenurse.com. That's B-E-L-O-N-G at careerwisenurse.com. Join the CareerWise Nurse Facebook group. A link is provided at the bottom of the page. Leave a review for this podcast. Scroll past the episodes where you will see write a review. I read every review because I want to know what you think, what you want to know, who you want to meet to help you live your best nursing life. Tap on the stars to rate this podcast. Thank you. Talk to you soon.